Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Combat Podcast with the Double Biceps. It is Hollywood Mac Connolly here in the studio with my co-host, co-breather of air, co-wearer of clothes, the master of disaster, the Count of Monte Cristo, the King of Sting, Thunderlips, the ultimate male. It is the winner of the Dave Stockbridge of the Year Award. It is, in fact, Dave Stockbridge. Thank you. Thank you for welcome the very warm your, introduction. Welcome to your own show. Thank you very much. It's <laughs> a, an absolute pleasure to be here with you and a very warm introduction as always. So thank you. We have a special guest tonight. Uh, he is an MMA fighter from Element Gym. He is currently riding a four and one uh, MMA record off of a big win up in Queensland, uh, oh, and also the Diamondback Fighting Championship. Mm. With very much a ground and pound style. It is, in fact, Damien Vola. Damien coming for the Honey Vola, I believe. Uh, changed by deed poll by Rich Warner at some stage yeah. in the last few weeks. Is that correct? Uh, it was like a kid's face on Christmas. I couldn't I couldn't let him down. <laughs> Actually captured that moment on on, on film. Um, it was a beautiful it, moment. It, it was. It was very touching. I, I thought it was very very gracious of you to let Rich just play out his fantasies just uh, just a little bit. So uh, it was it was lovely. So uh, Damien uh, currently ranked number two. Um, site set firmly on the number one ranking, and uh, that opportunity might well come up sometime very very soon as well. Uh, rumors rumors out there in the MMA world that uh, big event coming up on the twenty fifth of February at the Nord Oval. Apex 3, and uh, some people are whispering that perhaps you'll be on the card. Yeah, uh, I think, uh, as everyone would agree, uh, I've earned a title shot. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to... uh yeah, stepping in uh, into the cage with some uh, with some bling on the line. So. Okay. I, I don't think anybody wanted to disagree with you at that <laughs> point I, either. So I, I think we're, we're all firmly in agreement that uh, you definitely earned that title shot. And at DFC uh, was your last big performance just a, a few weeks ago at Adelaide Oval and, and a very impressive performance as well. Um, as you're progressing in your career now, um, are, you, are you finding... Uh, that your competitors are, are getting harder or are you finding that you're just getting better? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't try to uh, yeah, delve too much into my opponents as such. It's just, uh, yeah, just working on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah, it's not a... It's never... A, yeah, it never gets sort of easier, but uh, you just you put in more work and, uh, yeah, like you, you sort of, I guess... Make it look easy, as some people have relayed to me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's um, yeah, definitely, yeah, getting out like I'm getting out what I'm putting in. So mm-hmm. just scratching the surface still. So and so let's jump back into the DeLorean and head back to the past to a younger Damien Volar <laughs> before he was coming to the honey, yeah. um, <laughs> coming for the honey, I should say. Um, and uh, what were what was your first impressions of martial arts or MMA? Where, where did the will to step into a gym uh, come from? Um, so I, I, when I was younger, I think I was just like playing Aussie rules, um, as most kids do, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, just. I went down to a like a Thai gym. It was just in the back streets of. Uh, so I played at Salisbury Footy Club, and mm-hmm. it just uh, it was in the back streets down the road from there. Yeah. Um, cannot remember the name of the gym. <laughs> uh, I think they're closed now anyway. Uh, mm. but uh, yeah, it was just a uh, yeah, just did twice a week for a bit of fitness. Ain't ain't cool. Ain't different. Yeah. Um, Paul Solinsky was actually one of the like he came down did some special guest coaching every now and then down wow. at that gym. So I was um you know. Yes, uh, yeah, especially being a young young boy, he's a he's a big man. You're like, oh, yeah. and like uh, doing a bit of conditioning and stuff at the end of classes, and all the kicks, and then like doing wall sits, and that. Like, <laughs> legs are about to full shake. And, yeah, <laughs> full <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I was still obviously you know didn't really know much about the scene or fighting. You know, um, you know I was only probably yeah, maybe thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, uh, I did that for about close to a year, I think. But um, just yeah, it wasn't my sort of. Passion. It was just a bit of, bit of fun. Same, same was else. it more just conditioning for footy, or um, was it just like just uh, as being a young fella testing things out, seeing too much a good fit for you? Yeah, just a yeah, just trying it out, and I think mm-hmm. it's uh, I think it's probably a um, something that everyone should uh, learn. Like you know, be able to defend yourself. Uh, mm. I think it's pretty, pretty uh, yeah, like a good life skill, I would say. But yeah, um, yeah so just. Saint Saint New was it was it an M- uh, MMA specific gym or was kickboxing focused or oh uh, yeah Thai like more kickboxing Thai fight yeah right. Thai fighting. Awesome. 
Yeah, um, Paul Sawinski, uh, yeah, a bit of a South yeah. Australian legend uh, in the kickboxing world. Yeah. And, yeah, he would have been a fantastic experience yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah, insane record that he holds. I think over, yeah, over 100 fights or something. Oh, yeah, crazy? The, the yeah. Sting, Paul the Sting, <laughs> Sawinski, yeah. yeah. He's uh, definitely been around and, and done it all. So, mm. Yeah, yeah no, it's, um <clears throat> So and, did, and, and at that there. point, did you did you so you, you dabbled in the uh, the Muay Thai gym and then left left martial arts for a little while before returning? Uh, so I yeah about last year thirteen fourteen. Then I was like doing um I was like pretty heavily into my Aussie rules. So I was like at the Central Districts and uh, like the, uh, development squads. So like okay, like under twelve through to like under sixteens. So so they all thought you had a lot of promise, and you're you're kind of on the fast track to the SNFL when you when you're yeah, playing in those. Yeah, so I was um yeah I was a, I guess I was always one of the bigger kids as well. Um, so I was always a bit of the, the big bruiser, and um yeah so uh, but then obviously that was sort of the detriment. Like that's what they liked, but then we got to that point where um uh yeah I think it was the under sixteens I got cut from. It's like, oh, you know, oh, you're sort of not as not as fit as the other guys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you run a three k time trial a little bit slower. I was like, ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, just just put me in rock. Oh, I'll handle myself. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I think uh, it, was, it was sort of it's what started um, a bit of a my like career in gridiron because right. got, got cut. Um, well, what like yeah, you know, fifteen years old. Like you know, you that's what you sort of I guess you're. Your goal was to achieve, and then um, yeah, you get a bit uh, get a bit upset about it. So you went, I went home, and yeah, you have a have a little sob about it, and then uh, you know, just just YouTubing. Um, I think that was back on the dial up, so I had to wait for the dial up, and then uh, <laughs> on the on the YouTube, and it's uh, just I don't know, it just came about that I was watching like NFL hard hits, and you know the montages they do, and yeah, um, yeah, I was like, oh, this this is awesome, like. Like is this even a thing in Australia? <laughs> and like, then you just type in gridiron in Australia. Then it came up like the website. Then it came up like the state's website. And then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, then sort of just went found my local local gym. Uh, sorry, not a gym. Yeah, <laughs> local club. Yeah, uh, and uh, just reached out and went out that like whatever day. Yeah, went out the next that that week sometime. And yeah. So that's sort of all she wrote for that, and I was yeah, sort of was heavily. Involved so you stepped in right into a right into the team and and played for some time thereafter. Yeah, I think I played for nearly ten years. Wow, wow! So this is a big, and so you really immersed yourself into the NFL world. Yeah, yeah. So I did a couple of years at juniors. Um, that's like age thirteen to eighteen. Um, yeah. So I did did two three seasons at juniors, but uh, stepped up a year earlier to the seniors team. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, I was I guess a. Uh, just, yeah, being a bit more developed, I was, uh, yep. yeah, and I always like a challenge. So uh, I was all like, yeah, well, uh, stepped up a year early and they obviously saw that I was capable. Potential. And yeah, mm. uh, so yeah, mm. had to, you had to get a waiver as well, though, because you have to watch this video. It's like, you know, you can snap your neck and your mum has, has to watch it with you. And like, <laughs> I was like, just, just sign it, mum. <laughs> don't look at the screen, just sign the paper. <laughs> don't worry about the broken neck. <laughs> Got another neck. Everyone's got one here. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, yeah, once you, yeah, sign, sign your life away, and then uh, I was uh, okay to step up and play, yeah, a year early. So, uh, is it is gridiron the exact same rule set as the NFL, or is it slightly modified? Uh, so uh, they run under the NCAA, so the college rules. Okay. Um. So yeah. So similar, but a few. Just few some things. levels of protection and. Yeah, I think m- most of it's um yeah pretty um on par for the safety stuff. Uh, it's just like a few different rules. Like uh, you have to have two feet and bounds, um, mm-hmm. uh, like infield instead of like one and stuff. Um, and like if you get down, like if you go to a knee in college, even with no one touches you, you're like you're downed. You're downed yourself almost. So if okay. you fall over, you can't get back up. Uh, and you keep running. Um, right. Yeah. So. Is that yeah. like the worst thing you can do? Yeah, because like <laughs> if you just like slip or you know, yeah, just especially when it's a bit wet or something, you just take a bad angle and your stud slip and you, you slip over, you're like, you can't get back and keep oh, going no. even though you weren't technically tackled. Right. So, wow. Yeah, it's a bit, a little bit sucky. <laughs> Were you in an offense position? Uh, yeah, uh, playing running back and um, and uh, D line as well. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. So any any big body sort of position, you're like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, yeah. Like, obviously, well, it wasn't not the biggest um, 
on the team. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, let's make up for it with a bit of bit of determination and a bit of skill set. So, huh? so, yeah. so you were already quite a mature athlete by the time you're coming to MMA, essentially. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll, well, yeah, I like to think so. I like to, <laughs> I like to say, uh, yeah, I'm a bit of an athlete, but yeah. um, see, uh, we'll, we'll call you an athlete yeah, for the yeah. of this podcast. We'll yeah, take so, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, inspiration from uh, you know, Tyson Fury and uh, Daniel Cormier. That's, uh, <laughs> Within that model, you think peak yeah. performance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and so uh, and and how did how did um, the gridiron dovetail into the uh, into MMA in the end? Yeah, uh, so yeah, I was playing that for quite a while, and yeah, numerous uh, like personal accolades, and I uh, was lucky enough to to win a championship. They're not Super Bowls here; they're just uh, great Southern Bowls. But yeah, uh, wow. yeah, lucky enough to get one of those. They're all bowls. Yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. take them. It's a Super yeah. Bowl. They'll do. <laughs> yeah, get a championship ring and um, awesome. Uh, yeah, just uh, yeah, did yeah, just sort of was at that point where I was, you know, it was just playing for. I was just one of the best in the league, so I was just. Uh, you know, you're still you're just playing for that championship. You know, to celebrate with your team, and yeah. um, I changed teams as well. Like in, in, after a few seniors, and um, yeah, just you know, you, you, that's what you chase, especially as a team. You know, that's what you chase in those championships, and just they kept eluding. And there was a bit of a controversy in one of them uh, a couple of years before I uh, decided to leave. So I was, uh, um, yeah, that really uh, sort of sparked a bit of a you know a dispassion for it, and the, the league started to. Um, yeah, like a collapse a little bit. I would say. Yeah. Okay. Which yeah. which team were you playing for, and which team did you end up? Um, so to? I played. I uh, started my juniors and senior career at uh, the UniSA Eagles. Okay. Um, then I finished up at Port Adelaide Spartans. Mm-hmm. Um, so who you won the championship with? Uni uh, UniSA Eagles. Okay, I won great. the championship with. Mm-hmm. Um, robbed off one with the Port Adelaide Spartans. We are. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, it was, it was, it was worse because it was like uh, I was involved in it. Like I, we had, yeah, the quarterback scrambled out the pocket. Me and another teammate have tackled him down. Um, you know, knees touch the ground, should be down. The play's over, as you well pointed out earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. So. Um, and uh, <laughs> he decides to get back up and keep running, and they run it in. They uh, said, "Oh, yeah, touchdown!" I was like, "Can we swear?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet. You're fucking serious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like Jesus Christ. And I was like, um, yeah, no, it was just yeah, complete bullshit. It was just like, yeah. So I was like, and that that was like late in the fourth quarter that we and we were winning, and like that was the the fourth down, like that was the tackle to save save the game, win the championship. Yeah, and then just yeah, they counted that as a touchdown. Like, it's like, and the the worst bit is there's a even photo, photo evidence that like his knees down, and it's like obviously you know. It's, Obviously, after the photos come out after, but it's like, yeah. and there's no like, you know, well, they do get filmed, but there's no like live reviews that, you know, just yeah. go on their uh, verdict. But uh, it's wow. like, there's proof that we tap like he's down and, uh, yeah, so that one stung a lot. Still, yeah. uh, still does a little still, bit. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got the feeling you might be taking some of that out in the cage. Yeah. Uh, on your opponent, but, so. Uh, so, yeah, that's where it uh, sort of started to, I guess, fall apart a bit. And then, uh, yeah, played a couple more years and just, um, I don't know, like it's, that your passion kind of waned yeah, at that like, point. Yeah, like, you know, like, it's, uh, I guess I needed a new challenge. Like, you yep. need to challenge myself. Um, and how old are you at that point? Uh, 20, 24, okay. 25. Yeah, yeah. just... Um, so you weren't ready to retire and walk away from sport altogether? You, no, you were no, looking no. For like, I uh, still um, went out to a game, actually, last uh, last weekend. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I still, you know, you always still think about putting on the boots and having a hit. But, um, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, just, I guess, the... The league sort of crumbled a bit, and uh, yeah, lost a bit of lost a bit of passion from that game onwards. And um, yeah, you sort of just yeah, going through the going through the motions, and you're just like oh, same old shit, you know. So yeah, uh, ended up um, I was working security for uh, Lee Moan Protection. They're also a sponsor of DFC. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was working. I was working there with them from uh, when I was 18 through to you know. Uh, yeah, early twenties. I was yeah. um, with them, and I sort of like yeah, sure. A few of the guys trained jujitsu. Yeah. Um, so for a couple of years before I stopped playing gridiron, I, I was I, I joined up a, a gym and was training like uh, you know once or twice a week, just doing the jujitsu. Um, yeah. And like yeah, I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, something different. I said, well, just it was that was just something I did um, extra on top of like yeah, I was gridiron was the still the sport I was playing and taking seriously, but I was just yeah, learning something 
learning something new on the side. And um, then, uh, yeah, just obviously as the kept doing that for a couple of years, I was working away. Sometimes like I was working in the state. Um, uh, when I, from the job I had at that point in time, uh, so it was like on and off. So you know, I might be away for four to six weeks, come back, you know, might train for two weeks, go away again. Um, so maybe where, the, the where were you doing the jujitsu with? Sorry, uh, that was at uh, the gym in Prospect. Okay, yeah, yeah. That was a couple of times a week, and then yeah, just a couple of times a week, and um, yeah, just uh, yeah, like it was it enjoyed it, and but uh, just yeah, and my mate got me out, like yeah, mate I used to work security with um, he uh, like that's where he trained, so I just yeah, sort of went out with him, and sort of went from there, and uh, yeah, then uh, just yeah, after the few years of. Where it started to get a bit disgruntled in the gridiron, I was like, "Ah, uh, well, you know, I started training more jujitsu and yeah. started doing a bit kickboxing for fitness." And then you're like, "Yep." So then, you know, so I guess I was like, "Oh, well, I guess I don't know." It just sort of came out. I was like, "Oh, well, yeah, let's let's fight." Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it just came out. So like, you just c- continued to develop the skills until you kind of thought within yourself, "Hang on, I can do this." Yeah, and um, yeah, I guess I just need that. Uh, that release of uh, aggression, you gotta, you gotta get it somehow. So. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that, that pent up anger from the knee. <laughs> called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, sort of, yeah, how it sort of developed. And then obviously, uh, yeah, obviously had my first fight with that gym. Uh, obviously, yeah, it didn't really go to plan, but uh, I think that was like, it's sort of like one of the blessings in disguise, you know. Um, uh, I guess it's given me the mentality of, um, you know, like a, I've had the worst that can ever happen. You know, you can't you can't really get worse than that. With, so. with your first fight, yeah, yeah. So, so, so well, what what led up to your first fight? So you you, you were training, and then it, you, was it that other people in the gym were starting to get matched up, and you thought, mm, hang on, yeah, I think that was we had a like yeah, just a s- small group, like maybe three or four people mm-hmm. that were sort of had had fights or were were fighting, um, yeah. yeah, and just. Uh, yeah, just sort of came about from yeah being uh, training more and more, and then did somebody reach out to you and say, you know what, Damien, maybe maybe it's time for you to consider <laughs> jumping in the cage. Uh, I I can't even really remember it to be honest, but I think it was just like yeah, sort of like probably yeah, just hanging out with the sort of that group of people, then also like um yeah, putting your hand up and yeah, yeah, said like a challenge. So yeah, I just thought I guess why not and yeah yeah, obviously you know worked hard for it, but you know uh, doesn't sometimes you know. Even obviously, you see at the highest level, you can you that work really hard. Uh, there's always going to be a winner and a loser. So uh, absolutely, but um, yeah, obviously in uh, spectacular fashion, the first one. But uh, that was uh, like tell, said, tell us about that first one. Uh, yeah, obviously, uh, it was the, the whole uh, the whole uh, like seven eight seconds, whatever it was, uh, wasn't long. Um, yeah, uh, just came out, just yeah, just feeling out. Apparently, uh, landed a uh, like kick and sort of landed on my hip. I was, oh yeah, cool, and then. Um, just uh, zigged when I should have zagged and uh, sort of walked into a uh, head kick. So <sighs> I was, uh, yeah, but uh, like I said, it was like the sort of blessing disguise. It sort of like said, like it, it was more upsetting because I didn't get to showcase. If, like if, you know, if someone comes in and beats me, especially yeah. over three rounds, you're like, yeah, cool. You you beat me. You're the better fighter. But um, yeah, when you don't get to showcase anything of your skills you have, you're like, yeah, it's just like that sort of yeah more upsetting. You don't get to um, mm. yeah display what you've worked hard for and uh obviously yeah obviously with friends and family and that there's a yep. not a pleasant sight to uh see you a little bit lifeless uh through uh in the cage but um yeah obviously my but my mentality is like cool like that's the that's the worst that can ever happen like so it's all uphill from here and uh i think that's what uh i guess makes me the firearm today it's just i don't like you always got to have uh that right like you always got to you You'd be sort of lying if you said you don't have fear. Like, there's always that good fear, but you got to have that right amount, and you just you, you, how you harness it and utilize it. Because mm. um, you know, there's a you know the risk going in there. You know, anything can happen. Absolutely. And and it, it what made you want to come back for a second fight after that? Because so many people would have just walked away and said, "Well, that was my MMA experience. I'm not doing that again. I'll see you later." Uh, but how long before you step back into in, into the uh, cage? Um, it was nearly a two-year layover, but that was sort of not by choice. That was um, like uh, I went. I was supposed to have one. Uh, I think maybe six nine months after, but uh, it's, a, it's a really long time between first and second fight. Yeah, you obviously had a lot of time to to think about it, and um, but still, it was it more. I didn't get a chance to showcase myself. I'm at least going to go out there, give it my my best, and hopefully have more of a chance to show 
yeah. what, what I've been working on here. Yeah, I think that was yeah, the mind, like yeah, my mindset and attitude. Um, it would have felt like a long two years then. Was it COVID? Oh, yeah. COVID for as redemption? Well? Was that um, stopping fights so from happening? I think about six. Well, you know, yeah, I think within the six month mark, I was, I was matched up. Um, <clears throat> that's when I was first matched up against uh, Joe when I was still at this uh, the uh, like my old gym, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I got a staph infection and like yeah. my knee blew up. It was swollen. And I couldn't even put weight on it. It was horrible. I was like on antibiotics for two three weeks, and it's right. like. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so like, yeah, that sort of happened, and obviously that sort of obviously fell through. Um, yeah, like, uh, yeah, that's a you know another dampener, and uh, took me took me out for a little while. Um, and then I decided to change gyms just for just for the best uh, yeah. for my own personal development. Um, so I saw another opportunity. Uh, so yeah, is that when you came to Element? Yeah, um, so when I came to Element, uh, and so yeah, we are, uh, yeah, just. You know, I obviously had potential, and I like I knew I'm. You know, that's uh, it's gonna sound gonna sound a little bit arrogant, but like like whatever I whatever I do, like I I do it well because I put my like if I put everything into it, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I reap my rewards. So, <coughs> yeah. um, you know, like uh, yeah, like it, I'm a quick learner, and I pick things up. So, yeah, I think people around can see that as that potential, and uh, yeah, like I um, yeah, just uh, started the new gym. Learned new. I already have. had some decent skills, but mm. um, you know, learn a ton more, and obviously, just yeah, just tenfold mm. uh, got better. And um, that's when I was at the new gym. Then I, f- um, yeah, then COVID hit. Like, had a few match more matchups, and like, um, you know, training for them, having camps, and then yeah, COVID obviously hit, Fec- mm. affected everyone in uh, mm. many different ways. But uh, obviously, you know, when that's your like sort of <laughs> focus, you're like. Ah, the end of the world for me. Like, <laughs> like all the fights are off. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's uh, yeah, that was like, uh, yeah, why it took so long. I guess is getting past that with the COVID and, um, yeah, like even like to now, it's like I've, I think I've had more camps than I've had fights just because just obviously things are getting cancelled or yeah, um, postponed because of um. COVID, so yeah, just you know, train through instead of doing an eight week camp, it's turned into a bloody <laughs> 12, 16 week camp. Yeah, just keep pushing through. Um, was Joe Brown the second opponent when you got back into? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that was uh, my my second fight. Um, yeah, obviously, it was just yeah, there's a lot of uh, emotion for that one just because it was like such a such a build up, you mm. know, it's uh, yeah. been been two years, like, of like a yeah, no, the first fight I didn't get to showcase what I. Could do, and um, you know, obviously you have those doubts. You're like, oh, like, am I like? Mm. And obviously, coming from Gridiron, uh, I've got a pretty like, you know, we, we wear the helmets, but I've got a pretty hard head. Like, you know, <laughs> we're uh, always smashing heads. Um, and I was like, you know, I was like, yeah, you start to doubt yourself. You're like, oh, can I like, can I not take mm. a punch or mm. kick or is my head compromised? And you know, you start questioning those things. And you have that bit of bit of doubt, but you obviously, yeah, just face that adversity and, um, yeah, obviously, yeah, that, yeah, it was a good fight and. Uh, you know, went went the distance, and it was sort of good because they gave me like, yeah, like guess that uh reassurance that you know, yeah, this is where I belong, and absolutely, I can I can go three rounds, and yeah, you know, it's not a not an issue. So yeah, yeah, it is the worst thing, isn't it, to to in the first fight, you know, to step in and and to lose so quickly because you don't really get, as you said, the opportunity to showcase your skills. You don't really get to learn anything apart from well, I stepped into a kick. <laughs> and even don't the opponent, do that again. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And even the opponent Tick. doesn't get. You know, they throw. I uh, threw one kick, and that's it. It's like you know. Yeah, so yeah. it is when you have when you can come back from that and then have a, a three round uh, victory. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you're spending 15 minutes of actual time where you're fighting and you do get to showcase your skills and you do come away with a victory, mm. that must have been a really good feeling when you got that win to to come back from that. Yeah, yeah. It was um yeah a lot of uh, a lot of emotions. Uh, yeah, sort of uh, it's not really like all the adrenaline, obviously, and it's like sort of later that night and the next day. That's when it sort of real really hits you. Yeah, you have that you know, that real big dump and um, of adrenaline, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, yeah, that's when it sort of really gets you all the, all the different emotions, and you're like, oh yeah, cool. And Absolutely. did you feel then? Oh, I'm on track. Okay, we're we're back. Yeah, yeah. I was seeing it like it, and like even like to now. Obviously, it's uh like in my head like. I'm seven, eight, and one. Like you know, I've, mm-hmm. I've already from obviously a few fights that have sort of uh, been cancelled, pulled out, and um, yeah. But like in my head, like I'm, I'm already so far ahead. 
Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, sort of how I view it. Like, I'm well, well ahead. Yeah. Now, uh, regular uh, viewers and of the podcast, now, if you're listening to this podcast, you, you won't be seeing this, of course, but you, you will notice that we've got the uh, <laughs> uh, the lime green out um, today, all in reverence to, uh, to Element. Um, so uh, what, what attracted you to, to Element as you were kind of looking around the, the MMA landscape and looking for a place to call home? Um, so we were... Uh, Element was with uh, Technicians Thai Boxing and SA Judo at the time. So mm-hmm. um, it was sort of like a three for one, you know. Yeah. So you're like, oh, well, you know, I can get the best of, you know, the MMA Jiu-Jitsu, best yeah. of, like, some, like, Thai striking, yep. um, and best of, yeah, like, some Judo, like, yeah, another another form of grappling. And, yep. um, yeah, I think, like, it was just like, yeah. And last year then there was sort of a, yeah, a bit of a mass exodus. So was, there was a few of us, there was about a five or six of us that went there. So I was like, oh, well, this sort of... Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, three for three, for three and one, and um, yeah, like we all just sort of went there and yep. started our journeys off again. Um, yep. Yeah, haven't looked back. No, definitely not. Four in a row, four wins in a row. No, yeah, no, we got a, <laughs> we got, a, we got, a we got a great team. So um, yeah, I'll see. Uh, uh, yeah, head by the the man of the hour, um, Matt Becker, Fev. So um, yeah, he's obviously yeah. The plays the the manager director of everything, you know. He's uh keeps keeps the carousel spinning, you know. So yeah, um, and I'll see. Uh, yeah, um, wizard BJJ coach Richie, um, and I'll say that's the one of the luxuries. Why we have so many coaches, like, uh, we you know we're not you're not just learning the one dimensional from one person, obviously, uh, which is obviously why cross training so important and good for I think the community. You know, you get to learn from other people. You know? Yep. Even if it's only the one thing, you know, you don't have to like it, but you just learn something new. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, also we got so many coaches uh, at Element. So yeah, like learning different different skills, and then we had our striking coach um, come along. That was when we moved to the new gym because um, uh, yeah, also we'll share in the space at Element mm-hmm. with the other clubs uh, up at Valley View. So we uh, got our own space. We're starting to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, got our own space at Jeps Cross there, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, now we've just grown through the roof like we're almost you know almost ready for a bigger building again like we're uh, yeah it's grown, wow. grown heaps gone to the next level yeah, yeah. fantastic and and you've obviously been a big part of that and now you've got that whole new generation of fighters that are kind of coming through and looking up to you and seeing you as somewhat of a of, of an example uh yeah i, I guess so yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah um it seems like that just occurred to you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, what do you mean people are watching what are you yeah, talking about uh, so, yeah Sometimes I've got to remind myself to uh, be a role model and behave a little mm-hmm. bit, but um, yeah, no, nah, it's uh, yeah, I think um, yeah, but that's why I think uh, we're doing so well as a, as a gym, uh, club culture. You know, we've uh, put a lot of lot of effort and energy into making it a warm, a warm, welcoming environment, and uh, mm. you know, you you don't have to be a part of the fight team to sort of fit in, and mm. you know, we're not uh, you know, the fight team will say hello to you. We're not we're not there. <laughs> we're not the scary guys. You know, we're. Uh, yeah, like you can come talk to us and ask questions, and we're not, uh, yeah, standoffish. I guess you know. Um, Listen, yeah. Element does have a great culture, and it's very much well known within the MMA fraternity for um, it's very inviting culture, and uh, certainly from a promotion perspective, um, everybody's fantastic to work with, and. Uh, always very generous in their time and and especially courteous and uh, we, we've had Talia on the yeah. on the podcast previously and just absolutely delightful and some real superstars working their way through the gym at the moment. It seems it, it seems like a really exciting time to be a part of Element. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, we've got a few few guys uh, coming through the ranks now, like just um, yeah, putting in putting in the work and you know about to have. So we got a. Little little sneaky uh, little um, we got a like element fight night um, December third at the Bridgeway Hotel. So uh, mm. wow, we, uh, very exciting. A, yeah, we're gonna have a few a uh, few of our lads that will be their debut. So mm-hmm. um, they've competed in sparring days, mm-hmm. uh, and um, yeah, had some success there. Um, but it was just good experience for them, and yeah. now obviously taking that next step and you know, having a proper sanctioned bout. So this is at the gym itself. No, this is at the Bridgeway. Yeah, the Bridgeway. Mm. Yeah. Ah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Do people and how do people come along to that if they wanted to see it? Yeah, um, uh, Element Fight Night on the socials um, or through the Element uh, Martial Arts uh, page on Facebook. There will be um, some links to mm-hmm. yeah, buy tickets from the gym directly, or if you, if you know any, uh, if you already know about it, you got f- friends fighting or anything, you can get tickets through them. So. Yep. 
Yeah. Fantastic. It, and and so and from what Matt was sharing about that uh, upcoming event, it's a real feeder series. So it's an opportunity for uh, young fighters who haven't yet tested themselves in the cage to, to do so and uh, get that feeling, get the adrenaline dump going and uh, uh, and fill, fill themselves out in a in a great environment. Yeah, um, it's uh, yeah, and also like a part of the like part of the fight night is um, uh, we've been running the like uh, the altar. It used to be a formerly Wimp to Warrior. Ah, uh-huh, yes, so yeah. Been, yeah. It's now called Altar. Uh, we've been running like that program at the gym. So it's a twenty week program. Yeah, um, train five days a week. Obviously, so yeah. this is where somebody can just walk off the street, have never trained before, come to a gym like Element, yep. and uh, and over that twenty week program. Prepare themselves for a fight. Yep. So um, there you yeah, go, Matt. There's no more excuses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks. Um, I, think, I think the next one starts in January. So uh, do you yeah. have a masters category? Well, I'm, busy. Or? I'm, busy. I'm busy in January. <laughs> <laughs> masters category. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, uh, yeah, the um, we got about I think three or four alter matchups on the on the card um, all locked in. So um, yeah, obviously that's you know the eight people that have uh, you know just decided to. Learn a new skill, you know, never competed in uh, martial arts or done any martial arts training before and then just, you know, yeah, want to test themselves and, uh, you know, obviously, yeah, it's a one hell of a test <laughs> to get into a cage, you know, to mentally as well as physically. So, mm. uh, yeah, like that's um, been, yeah, been fun. Um, I've been taking, yeah, the coaching roles for that as well. So, uh, yeah, like that's uh, how I've been spending my mornings, you know, coaching uh, the ultra program and, uh yeah, you know, bringing these people into the martial arts community and and, and that program that's not just for South Australia, but that's 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 worldwide. That's well, no, worldwide, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, and yeah. elements the chosen gym here in Adelaide to. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're the uh, first gym in SA to um, run the program. Um, hopefully, next year potentially could be a uh, you know one down south and could do a north versus south. I don't like uh, that. You know, it's uh, yeah. something that we could um, yeah potentially have. Down the down the track, fantastic, mm. and uh, the, it is a it's a confirmed rumor this one, but this uh, there is there's a rumor out there that uh, real estate agents group might be sponsoring oh, really? Fight of the Night, oh, wow. uh, yeah, yeah, for uh, at that event. So um, and wow. that um, Dave Stockbridge might have got a couple of ringside tickets. <laughs> what as a well. guy! So yeah, yeah. What, what a guy! <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That is great. I mean, you do so much for the sports. So yeah, we really appreciate it. I, I don't do much. I, I basically up a little bit of money and then get really good seats so uh um, it all helps <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it takes the yeah it's the uh, saying it takes a village to raise a raise a child so exactly. it mm. takes a community to uh raise a sport so absolutely right. yeah right. and and it, uh, what an amazing journey it has been for mma over the last 10 or so years from a a, a sport of obscurity to now one that's very much in the, in the mainstream's consciousness and uh, as a as an athlete going through uh, i guess uh, graduating through that period as the sport continues to grow obviously a really exciting time to be part of the sport but it, it i would imagine as an athlete now all of a sudden opportunities are starting to open up to you that perhaps might have been on the radar five or six years ago yeah yeah definitely um i am yeah like i've uh well about maybe four or six months ago i um yeah i quit my job so i'm just full-time athlete and coach wow. hey, congratulations yeah, it was, that's uh, the dream well yeah, done it was yeah. um yeah you know it was a bit of a daunting move you know you start you know question and yeah you know uh well, i sort of i sort of told the partner i didn't really ask but uh, <laughs> by the lucky, way lucky yeah. She's, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know how i was working <laughs> yeah. yeah lucky she's uh super supportive uh yeah shout out to lauren um, <laughs> yeah, uh, two shout outs now so yeah no um, i'm gonna get in trouble for that one uh, <laughs> yes yeah, so, uh yeah super supportive so that definitely helps um because it's the last thing you need if when you're trying to focus on something is a lack of relationship pressure or you know outside mm. events you know mm. taking place uh but yeah like um yeah it was, yeah as daunting as it was like being the best thing ever like yeah you know, I can focus on myself more you know i don't i don't know how i used to train um six days a week and work a 38 hour job yeah that i was miserable at and just yeah so mm. now i'm just like yeah full-time athlete and coach so you know uh coach yeah multiple classes each week and then uh 
um, yeah, doing doing private. So yeah. and and as a full time athlete and coach, of course, it's very important <laughs> to uh, keep your sponsors happy. And uh, <laughs> yes. we've been sampling some of this beautiful turmeric ginger sparkling soda with honey and lemon. This one, and uh, this is coming from our friends at Dirty Clean Eats. Yeah, yep. is that correct? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the boys at Dirty Clean Eats. Yeah, and uh, so um, I believe that these guys are somewhat supportive of what you guys are up to. Yeah, definitely. Um, they'll be. Uh, First sponsor on, on board Team Pooh Bear, so uh, hey. yeah, the first one to jump on board. So fantastic! But I had that had that belief um, <coughs> in, in myself as an athlete. So and, uh, and how did that come about? Um, just uh, through the head coach of Element, yeah. right? So uh, yeah, yeah, being, a, being an awesome bloke that he is, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's a. Uh, Crazy co-conspirator named Jimmy Bang Bang, and uh, <laughs> he doesn't sound like a crazy name at all. <laughs> he's the he's the one holding the uh, the whisker, the beater. Oh, he he is on. Oh. Uh, so Jimmy yeah. Bang Bang can be found on the label. The so uh, yeah. so if people want to rush out and get themselves a dirty clean eat, so is this a, a, a local brand as well? Yeah, stocked at um oh yeah your foodlands yeah so right. you, uh, Drake's. So this isn't an alcoholic beverage, just important no, to no, note. No, um, so, uh, this is... Uh, like kombucha, but better. Like kombucha, as you were explaining to me, but doesn't taste like shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but has a, a many of the similar health benefits. So yeah, like yeah, a probiotic. Yeah, gut, gut uh, digestion and uh, inflammation. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Perfect for athletes. Yes. Absolutely perfect for athletes. So uh, dirty, dirty clean eats. Uh, get onto it. I'm sure this isn't just their only flavor, honey and lemon. Uh, be this is uh, this is the second one. They got an OG flavor. Um, yeah. Same thing with that honey and lemon. Hey, I like <laughs> but, uh, it. The honey and lemon. That's, uh, that's where it's at. That's, that, that's, uh, that's the, my favorite. That's, yeah. This is this is yeah. this is the one. This is the money maker. <laughs> <laughs> this this is one you're personally endorsing. Yeah. This is, yeah. Uh, Got honey in it, so <laughs> <laughs> well, honey it's, fan- bear. it's fantastic to see you know good local brands like this really get behind local fighters and and and, and the MMA community. And uh, so well done to the guys there at uh, Dirty Clean Eats, getting on board and uh, and supporting local athletes. Uh, all credit to you. Cheers. Well done. Um, we, we're certainly enjoying it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I've already had two. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can have more. There's no alcohol involved, so feel, feel free. Um, so, um, so yeah, and, and it's great to see now that um, from a commercial perspective, uh, you've got now you know companies that are emerging that are seeing that uh, MMA uh, and MMA fighters are, um, are, are great to work with. Um, there would have been a time five or 10 or 15 years ago where commercially sponsors would have been quite reticent to put their money down for a sport that was kind of thought to be you know a little bit wild west but uh these days yeah i think uh there's i think there's probably still that misconception that it's a bit of a blood sport um yep. but uh yeah obviously if anyone that steps into a gym realizes like it's yeah not probably how it was yeah 10 plus years ago um yeah there's a lot of yeah, it's a sport it's an art you know a lot of skill involved mm. um yeah it's not just going in there Swinging, <laughs> swinging bar and brawl yeah. style. It's yeah. not rock and soaking robots. You yeah, know. Uh, some people, some people have that. Uh, Unfortunately, style. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just um, stand in the middle and just swing at each other. Yeah. <laughs> There's your spot. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Use the blindfold when it goes to the ground. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's um, yeah, it's good to um, yeah, people are starting to realise. Obviously, you know, it's, as they say, the fastest growing sport in the world. So yeah, you know, um, yeah, I think that's why, and obviously. Uh, like we're doing at Element and many other gyms uh, locally and nationally and internationally like it's yeah mm. uh, they're becoming less yeah they're com- becoming more welcoming so then people are joining up and yeah. not uh, shy or timid to come along because there's not some uh, aggressive bloke with his uh, <laughs> shirt off with blood dripping down him or yeah. something because they're just Swinging and banging. That's next door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a CrossFit right. gym down the road. Um, so, uh, and so uh, you, you're, um, I mean, obviously building momentum. We've got some sponsors here. The branding for Element is spectacular, by the way. And I think plays into that narrative that you were just suggesting where, you know, it, it is a family-friendly sport. This is a sport that people can feel welcome to and, and you can walk into a gym like Element and be embraced and, and be shown the ropes and no one's there to knock your block off they're there to encourage you and to uh, get you into the 
best position that you can find yourself. Um, so with all of that in mind, uh, there is that, of course, that combat element. Uh, there, there are athletes like yourself that take that next step and, um, and, and find themselves in the cage and, and wanting to pursue that more. Um, we, we were just talking a little bit off air that uh, uh, obviously as you start to, to graduate through uh, the ranks, opportunities become rare and fewer and you've got to be a little bit more selective about what those opportunities are. Um, and now you're getting to the top of the tree. There aren't too many branches now worth climbing. Um, and uh, so now your sights are firmly set on holding a belt, fighting number one, yep. and not too many other options outside of that for you at this stage. Yeah, um, yeah next year's uh, plan, yeah, obviously uh, uh, Apex Sports First 3, um, mm-hmm. February 29th? Uh, d- 25th. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, you know, get a get a strap on the line, and, um, get that around the waist, and then fighting for the DFC lightweight, uh, light, light heavyweight, heavyweight t- title. Yep, yep. Uh, obviously, yeah, not not sure who's uh, going to put their hand up yet. Um, mm. Yeah, no, not really fussed who, but uh, just just someone to put their hand up would be nice. So as long, you know, is anyone yeah. that you would like to fight on that card? Uh yeah, the the number one ranked uh, on topology. Uh, yeah. Names. His nickname is Oreo, I think. Okay. Who do you was scared? <laughs> Rumor has it. Uh, no, yeah, so I think uh, that's. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm hoping he's still in. Fuck, man, scared. That's Sign good. the contract. Yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah. yeah, bait him out. Um, I'll take him on. Yeah, I, you know, that's that's all in my eyes. That's that's all that's who's left. So, yeah. Take, take the number one spot, um, beat the number one guy. You know, that's what, that's what I want. So, that's what, that's what I'm going to get. So, yep. um, yeah, fight for, fight for that spot. Um, yeah, if he's uh if he's free in February, uh would love to for him to come down and um be the person I beat to win the belt. You know, mm-hmm. there's two birds, one stone there. Yeah. Um Yeah, so uh that's sort of the only one that makes sense for me. Yeah. Opponent wise. Uh yeah. Cause, uh but yeah, I've said just happy for anyone to put their hand up and uh take part in, you know, in history for my story because it's uh yeah. Doesn't matter who signs uh, who the opponent is, it's gonna it's gonna be about me. So Yeah. Wow. And and how old are you now? Uh, 28. 28. And uh, what does the next few years hold for you? Let's say DFC, it's a victory. You've got the strap. What what looms? Because um, it it, to me, it feels like you're already planning beyond. Yeah, like, like I said, in my yourself. head, I've already, you know, I've read, you know they're, they're in my head, I'm 7, 8, and 1. Like, you know, I'm mm-hmm. already, already fights ahead of where I'm at. So, um, yeah, there's obviously a game plan and strategies um, in place already. Um, but, yeah, obviously get the, get the belt at Apex. Um, obviously, any other any other promotions uh, nationally want to uh, want to host me and uh, I'll take their belt too. So yep, uh, yeah, collecting jewelry. I think it's gonna be yeah, strap season, strap season, strap <laughs> season. <laughs> so just uh, yeah, go go collect uh, as many as possible. You know, so yeah, um, that's that's my plan. Uh, and in building up those straps and getting getting the collateral, you're hoping that knocks the door of uh, of the biggest promotion of them all. Yeah, so obviously, uh, you know, get a, get all those, uh, you know, those amateur straps, and um, yeah, like once uh, you know, get a few of those. Hopefully, you know, a few fights next year, and uh, you know, yeah, have a couple of uh, gold belts around the waist as well, and then uh, yeah, I guess the next year, year after, I'll probably be yeah, looking to make that pro debut, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I guess see what's the what's what's going on in the, the pro ranks, you know, so. Because um, in my head, it's you know, you, you, I think it's going to take, you know, a handful of wins. You know, go on a, you know, go on a bit of a streak. As soon as you go pro, mm. there's going to be those, yeah, those doors opening. So, yep. um, opportunity will, yeah, I think we definitely come knocking if I, you know, yeah, when I get to that point. Mm. So, especially the uh, the fighting style that you've got, which is exciting to watch because you are dominating the opponents. You know, you're taking them to the ground and just completely destroying them. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit uh, of a, yeah, it's a. Yeah, a bit of a take a bit of a leaf from the Megamedov yeah. uh, style, <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just that yeah control, just that control and dominance. Um, yeah, uh, obviously, I'm looking forward to someone to test that because um, yeah, I've got a got an arsenal in the back pocket I haven't been able to use yet. Yeah. So you know, I'm waiting for someone <laughs> to give me that that chance to show that off too. So when I when I'm watching your fights, like in this particular style, you know, you can see. Certain people have different attributes and, you know, if somebody's uh, real light on their feet and bouncing and striking and keeping distance and ranging and, and that, and then you've got 
someone like yourself that's just like, I'm just going to grab hold of you and smash you. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah it's, it's, no, um, it's no secret in my game plan. It's, right. uh, like, but, you know, it's... Uh, you, you can't just smash. <laughs> <It's right. laughs> you can't let me get close. It's, uh, you know, once I get my hands on you, like, it's, that's, that's my bread and butter. So, you know, my hands are on you, it's, uh, I'm taking you down. I don't uh, think so. anyone has gotten out once you've got, it, once you've got them down, so... It's yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a specialty position. The mount, yeah, uh, seems to, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very heavy. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like there's 300 kilos sitting That's on somebody. <laughs> heavy hips and heavy hands. And and uh, when you look around the gym, who are some of the emerging superstars that are training around you at the moment that you'd like to um, give a shout out to? And yeah, so uh, little. Uh, we call uh, well. He's got a, he's got a few nicknames. Uh, Piglet's one of them because uh, <laughs> he's uh, Pooh Bear's right right hand. You know, right. Okay. Um, yeah. he's, he's my main training partner, uh, uh, Jacob the Dessert Desmond. He's mm, uh, the dessert. Yeah. Wow. Know, yeah. So. Because he's sweet, or um, he's uh, he's the uh, you know I'm uh, I'm the main course and he's the dessert. Ah, uh, <laughs> gotcha. He's uh yeah no he's uh he's gonna be on the Element Fight Night under December third so fantastic um you know obviously yeah, super looking forward to that uh yeah obviously one of my main training partners and obviously yeah, likewise obviously I'm one of his so yeah he's uh you know getting you know like from uh, one of the best uh, you know in uh yeah in, in MMA in the state you know yeah but uh, yeah like to think uh giving him a bit of a, uh, a bit of express start. yeah a bit of an yeah. express you know he's uh, you know he's a he's fighting at eighty four kilos, so you know his mm-hmm. uh, his opponent isn't going to be as heavy as uh, what I am. So and, especially and out of camp, so he's uh you know he's he's working double time. And, and when you have an athlete like Piglet, um, <laughs> when, you, when, when you have an athlete like him that does have the benefit of training uh, so closely with you, can can you see uh, as somebody like his, his progression is uh, dramatically quicker than others that are trying to find their own way in the gym? Um. Yeah, I'd like to think so. Like, just, you know, so like, you know, when you're he's getting that, um, you know, that yeah, that time closer, you know, I can you know, pick up on certain things and correct certain things and yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, obviously, but we are we're pretty uh, unified fight team. So we obviously have a we have a sort of a select schedule and we have a few um, you know, training sessions that are not even on the uh. Schedule that, okay. you know, that that their fighters one so yeah um, we'll we'll work together um, quite a bit yeah so um they're we're all yeah sharing and getting better uh, together uh, mm-hmm. so yeah I've seen another uh, another oh, I don't even know what nickname to call him uh, he's, we've given him so many oh is that you can this say is, them all yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no, this is uh, well yeah Piglet's also known as the Hog. <laughs> um, you, you'll see. You'll see why on December third. Oh, um, no. But uh, no, another another young up and comer, um, Leo Gao. But uh, mm-hmm. we also call him uh, Leo Goodnight Gao. And uh, I like that and, one. Uh, That's a good Jarhead one. and oh, yeah. Yeah. Goggins. He's a bit of a marathon runner. He loves. <laughs> oh, a, yeah. he loves to run in his spare time. Wow. David so David he's already got the conditioning. Yeah, he's ready yeah, to go. Yeah. And uh, a bit of a uh, yeah. Wills was a. Uh, Forrest Gump because you know he runs a lot. So. <laughs> he's got a few nicknames. Uh, I, I don't know what he's going to. I reckon the ring announcer just goes through all of them. <laughs> yeah, you know? through all of them. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, we'll see which one sticks the most. But uh, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, what's he's, your favorite? Uh, my favorite's one I didn't. Uh, we didn't didn't air. I'll tell you that one off air. Oh. <laughs> 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 <That one's>, uh, <laughs> yeah, we are obviously on the on the on the window at the gym. We are you know, right up. You know the events coming up and people competing and. Uh, yeah, I've, I've yeah kept that one off the uh, off the board. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, uh, it's but, family uh, friendly, Jim. Right. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's um, yeah, gonna be, gonna be a really good night. Um, and uh, another uh, fighter, he's fought at uh, DFC. Uh, Dean, he fought at the DFC. Um, yeah, and I fought Dean McCoy. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, yeah. yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, uh, mean Dean. Uh, mean Dean. Mean Dean. Oh, I like it. This <laughs> is great. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we'll be uh, yeah seeing him re-into the cage. So awesome. been looking forward to that. Obviously, he's had a yeah little bit of time off. Just you know, just going back to the drawing board and you know getting better. Obviously, came coming off that uh, beautiful TKO yeah. leg kick victory. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, just back to the drawing board, putting in the work, and yeah, finally got a good match up, and he's um, yeah ready to. 
make another uh, appearance. So fantastic. So I mean, this is turning into a pretty stacked card. Yeah, yeah. I think we've got about. 12, 14 fights. That's great. It's going, to be a big, it's going to be a big night at the Bridgeway. Yeah, it's going to be a very, very big night. Um, hopefully there's not it, an uh, overpour into the car park. Hopefully it's just stays <laughs> in the cage. Just the 14 and uh, we're sweet, yeah. And um, uh, is this the first time Elements uh, run a promotion like this or run a fight night? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the fair, first Fantastic. Time, so. Oh, well, great. So anybody out there, anybody who loves MMA, of course, you know, will be there anyway. But uh, anybody who's just after great entertainment, sports entertainment, um, it's a fantastic experience. It'll be a great night, I'm sure. Uh, I know Matt and the crew will do everything to make it look spectacular. And uh, so I'm really looking forward to uh, get, enjoying my ringside, my, my cage side ah. seats. And, uh, and, and I reckon that'll be uh, a, a pretty spectacular night. And not only that, I think it's exciting to see some of this young talent emerge and and, and uh, uh, be able to say, I was there that night. Yeah. That, that young man stepped yeah, in well the cage um, for the first time. Yeah, yeah like that's, uh, yeah, it takes me back to when I was first watching, like I said, when I was just, just training tw- like twice a week. But, you know, you'd go and um, just as a club, you'd go watch DFC and stuff. So I, one of the earlier DFCs, um, I can't remember what number exactly, but uh, yeah, before I was even considering fighting. And I remember watching it, I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I guess maybe that, you know, probably was part of the white spark for me, I Little guess. You know, thinking planted. back, you know, it's like, oh, this is, oh, this is cool. Like, I, I'd like to do this. And yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, I guess it stems from that a bit as well. And you're like, oh, this is, um, yeah, like I could be doing this. This is an option. Now I'm doing this and, um, yeah, yeah, it's going well, obviously. So. Full time, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah so it's putting in those extra, yeah, like I said, I don't even know how I work a full-time job and train six days a week and yeah. a few hours each night. You know, it's, um, yeah, like, what is, like it's such a strain on the body, but now I have all that, you know, that time during the day when I'm, you know, for when I'm not coaching or running privates. Yeah, um, got time to work on myself, and you know, I can get those extra time to do the extra run, the extra swim, the extra weights. So. I, I guess also mentally, you're not having to disengage, uh, so you're not having to kind of have a work mode and a and a MMA mode. You, yeah. You're able just to yeah, stay work, work mentally. Is, work is MMA, like it's, yeah. Uh, you're it's, always thinking about it. Yeah, like it's um, it's it's what I'm doing. So it's uh, yeah, like it's goes hand in hand. So it's yeah, quite nice. Yeah. Well, mate. It, it, it's fantastic to see you doing so well. It's great to, to hear your story. And importantly, it's wonderful to know what your plans are for the future because uh, I think it's going to be a big, bright future on the horizon. Um, I'm looking forward to the 25th of February to see you step into that cage one more time and walk away with a strap over your shoulder. Yep. Um, but uh, you'll also be there at the Bridgeway for the fight night. Yes. Um, yep. And do, do, what's the dates on that one? December third. December third. So that's upcoming. That's a that's that'll be here before you know it. Yep. And uh, for people again, if they want to grab themselves a ticket, they head over to Elements Element Fight Night on the socials, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, or if yeah. they just see you out in the street, they can just hit yep, you up. Pop in, yep. they, can, they can pop into the gym, and you know, obviously, have a look at our gym as well while you're there. And you know, yep. There's always a you know always a free sessions when you come up so you know if they jump in and do a well, session as well might know. even get yourself some <laughs> well, yeah we got, we got a fridge full <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, yeah I'm the, I'm the main fridge stocker so uh, I always make sure the products are always there. one one for you one for me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Please, I mean, if you're at home, put your hands together anyway. But, ladies and gentlemen, Damien, coming for the honey, Volar. Thank you so much for coming in. Uh, Thanks for turning our podcast studio green today. And uh, and we'll look look forward to the 3rd of December at the Bridgeway Hotel for Elements Fight Night. And, of course, uh, you know, head over to diamondbackfc.com and get your tickets now for Apex 3 on the 25th of February. You'll see... This young man in the cage giving it his absolute all. You'll see some smashing, Smash. no doubt. There will be smashing. <laughs> uh, so uh, make sure you grab your tickets now and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you again very, very soon.